This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Perfectly Mentored. I'm your host, Jason Portnoy. You know, to get the results and success that most people don't have, you need to do the things that most people just aren't willing to do or won't do. And I think on this episode, I want to talk about the six ways we can land more clients, more customers, and we all know the importance of that, right? Business won't grow if you don't get more customers or you don't land more clients. But we're going to talk about the six ways to land uh, more customers that most people just aren't doing. And I think we're going to keep this one short. We're going to get straight to the point. And I think they're very tactical and, and easy for you to do. So number one is follow up. And I know that sounds crazy, but the biggest reason why sales don't happen is because most people don't follow up. Most people will make one cold call. They'll send out one email. They'll send out one message. And then they'll just put it in the air and hope that that person's going to call them back. That person's going to message them back. That person's going to email them back. And they're going to throw their money at them and do business with them. This seems like a giant no-brainer, but most people don't do this. And there's a statistic that says that 50% of salespeople only make one attempt. The average salesperson makes only two attempts. And then the other statistic that's super important that goes with that is 80% of all sales requires a minimum, a minimum five follow-up conversations. So if 50% of the people are only doing one attempt and an average salesperson is only doing two attempts, but it takes five attempts and 80% of sales require five attempts minimum, and I've seen it actually even be more than that, then that's a big problem. That means literally if you just stop the podcast right now and only followed up and only focus on follow-up, you would be better than the majority of people out there, the majority of your competition who's stopping at one attempt. You're busy sitting there saying, oh, they're going to go after this person. I can't go after them. They're not going to follow up with them. Be relentless in your follow-up. It is the quickest, the easiest way to increase your sales. That being said, let's talk about number two. Number two is direct mail. So this sounds crazy, old school, like this like this podcast is being recorded in, in 1994. But the truth is you can send what we call shock and awe boxes um, and funny follow-up gifts. And that goes back to the follow-up. You could send actual mail, physical newsletters, uh, but also know that no one sends handwritten letters anymore. So when you send something in the mail, think about this now. It used to be like... You send something in the mail, it gets lost. Email was the way to go. Now, emails don't even get read anymore. So if you want to stand out, imagine a box coming in from a FedEx delivery. You get excited. You wonder what's in it. You open that. You stop what you're doing and go get that mail. So when, you know, it, it, just, it stands out. And especially outside holiday times when everyone's expecting it. So, you know, I would take this approach. And even if someone said no to your business or to your service and said no to you in the past, follow up with them with something in the mail. Find a way to follow up. Um, you know, one, one way is if you've lost a customer and the client before that you want to get them back, we've actually sent boomerangs uh, with, with, uh, with a, a note that said, hey, we want you back. And this, this type of stuff works. It makes you stand out. It makes you different. It makes you go to a level above that most people aren't willing to get to. So 
I'd send to your existing clients to improve your customer retention. I'd send to prospects. I'd send um, whatever mailers you have, whatever could generate. I've seen uh, video brochures where you open it up and there's a video recorded um, message from you to the prospect uh, telling them exactly you know how you could help their business and that you want to get a meeting with them, whatever it is, and even just handwritten notes. Uh, just things like that are completely different that most people aren't doing. Most people are just sending an email saying, hey, would love to get a chat with you, or hey, would love to get a meeting on the books, or just following up, all those different things that just everyone else is doing. So number one is follow up. Number two, send mail, direct mail. Uh, number three is create content. You know, uh, people want to do business with people who are the experts. This podcast has done has done a lot for our business growth because I'm around and surrounded by and interviewing on most of the episodes a lot of people who are seen as an authority in their space who are really well uh, well known. So I think by creating content, you show why you're the expert. By writing for publications, for your blog, or even just creating social media posts giving value, that puts you in a different, that puts you, look, most of your competition, I will tell you this right now, is not creating content. They're not putting stuff out on the internet. They're not putting stuff out on social media. Be that person. Be that person that everyone remembers, that everyone wants to do business, that, that you always stay top of mind. It's not supposed to be some direct ROI. You made a post on social media and all of a sudden your business grew by 5%, but it will keep you top of mind and they'll keep remembering. And if you become, if you start writing for publications or you start writing blog posts or you start being interviewed, um, those things really, really help you stand out from your competition. I kind of alluded to to this one right now. Um, you know, so let me just recap really quickly. So number one, follow up. Number two, send mail. Number three, create content. Number four, and this is the one I alluded to, was podcasts. So one of the, the best ways that I, if I had to go back in time, I, I kind of did this podcast a little bit differently, but if I was going to start this podcast purely for lead generation in order to get more clients, the one thing I would do is I start a podcast where I interview my dream clients and prospects, right? Because this way, you know, we, we, if we've tried to cold call them, it would most likely be ignored. You'd have to go through gatekeepers. It would take many attempts. But if you ask to interview them, most people are receptive. Most people will give you a half an hour to, or to an hour to interview them when they wouldn't give you five minutes for a phone call. So I would use that approach, get that. And it's not meant to be, okay, I got them on, now I'm going to pitch them. You could get to form a relationship that isn't just a pure sales call, which they're getting a lot of, right? So you have five minutes before the podcast start, you do a little introduction, you explain what you do, how you're doing it, and you know, you've, you've always been a fan of what they did. Um, and, and you're so happy and grateful that they're coming on the podcast. And then you end with, that's great. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to send you a bunch of clips for your own social media. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, you're going, um, and I'll follow up with you and, and let you know. And you keep that relationship going and you build that friendship. And people want to do business with people who, who they have that relationship with. So it's not meant to just, again, none of these necessarily are direct ROI. I mean, a couple of these are, but the podcast isn't meant to do that, but that's what I would do. Start a podcast, interview your dream clients that, that you could probably never get on the phone to have a sales pitch with and start building that relationship. Then um, I would say number five, number five would be have case studies and testimonials uh, and, and mix that 
into everything you do. So mix that into your website, mix that into your advertising. Someone books a call, put in a thank you letter. If you're going to do a follow up, um, you know, right before a call or someone booked a call with you, you send them that and you send them a link to, oh, by the way, before we jump on our call, here's a link to um, our testimonials and here's a link to some case studies that we've had. People like doing business with that other people have done business with. So getting testimonials is is huge. Right, you could use that in every area of your business, and people look. There's a reason why people do business with people who have more reviews and more five stars than people who have, you know, zero reviews or or no stars. Right, so you want you want to have you want to start building up your 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 bank, call it of case studies and testimonials, and finally, run advertising. I mean, this sounds like a dumb, like no brainer, uh, of course, but most people don't. And the people who do, don't do it well. Um, if you want, if you want more information on how to do that, you can reach out to me, you can reach out to our agency. We're more than happy to guide you uh, to the best possible outcome, but the best possible way that you should be doing it. But the best way is to get in front of your prospects and stay in front of them is with online advertising. It's the easiest way out of all the ones I've said, but again, most people don't do it well. Most people have have false expecta- expectations of what the, of what they're supposed to be. Most people don't know what the what the metrics they're supposed to be looking at, or what the or how to measure the results of it. I should say, but running ads is clearly uh, hands down out of all these ways the number one way for you to land more clients. So again, just to recap, you could run ads. Definitely need case studies and testimonials because you can mix that into your ads. Podcasts, an under an underrated way to grow your business, and and just probably the easiest way to get um, past the gatekeeper and get the person you're looking to to do business with on the phone and get them to give your undivided attention for a long period of time. Podcasts, really cool way to do that. Create content. Uh, a lot of what we have tes- testimonials, case studies, uh, your your podcast. Those could all be content pieces. Uh, I I search for different ways to to get published or to write for publications and get press on you. Those are all pieces of content that could go. I'd give out tons of value and tips and and info. Um, that's all the type of content that I would tell you to create. Send mail, cold mail uh, to your existing customers. I would send boxes. I'd, I'd find different clever ways that you could get in front of them so that they'd want to do business with you. And then follow up. Always keep in front of them. Like I said, remember a minimum five follow-up. 80% of sales requires a minimum five follow-up conversations. Take all those ways, take all those six ways, package them together, and you have, you know, the ninja, the 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 Navy SEALs type of 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 landing client techniques uh, mixed into there if you could do all of them. But if you just do one of them, you could drastically increase your business. That's it for now. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next one. We'll be right back. 